This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Rob Polston. He's a CEO of Spartan College, and we're going to discuss the state of the aviation industry and how Spartan is moving forward, especially in the training environment. But before we begin, a few announcements. You know, if you're interested in career coaching, scholarships, or you want to help somebody get a scholarship and move forward in their career, please visit aviationcareerspodcast.com and you can go to the pay it forward program you can sign up for coaching right now a lot of our coaching that we're doing is we're trying to help people move forward that are on furlough especially so uh and another thing i want to announce too and i I forgot to do this in the last show is that if you're with express jet airlines and you've been furloughed we're giving a 20 percent discount uh use the coupon code expressjet and you get a 20 percent discount off of all of our services including coaching Uh, and again with the scholarships we're helping people there move forward with our scholarships coaching you can find out more on the website and also check out uh, the youtube channel we're putting up more and more videos of about the interview prep. It's for free, and uh, I think you'll learn something there. But again, today we have with us somebody who has actually on their website a list of scholarships. And has This school has been around for a very long time, had the privilege of flying with quite a few people uh, from Spartan, uh, and it's uh, both on the maintenance side and on the flight side, and they do even more than that. Uh, and with us today is Rob Polston, the CEO of Spartan College. Hey, Rob, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Carl. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is this is great. It's it's unprecedented times. It's uh, I guess it's easier for us since we're a podcast and, and we have social distancing down pat with the podcast. But <laughs> I'm sure there's some challenges that, that you folks are going through. Uh, but before we talk about that, I want to talk a little bit about Spartan. I think uh, I think a lot of folks don't realize the rich history that Spartan has and the fact that it's been around. I think it's over uh, 90 years. Correct. That's right. It was started in 1928 down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So it's actually the original hangar that it was founded in. Um, a good portion of that exists today at the Tulsa International Airport. It's a big, massive hangar. Um, so when you come outside of the Tulsa Airport and you're exiting, uh, just take a take a look straight ahead and you'll see our sign. But it was founded in 1928 by a very well-known entrepreneur, W.G. Skelly. Um, known in the region, and, and it really started out as an airplane manufacturer. Um, helped out during the war effort during World War II, and, and then over the years um, has trained and, and changed the lives, really, of over 100,000 commercial pilots and mechanics, um, both in civil and military careers. So it's got a, a long, long history um, and a very proud history. A lot of experience, um, and that's important in this industry. And also what's really important is that you've – Spartan's been through quite a few upturns and downturns, and uh, and that's kind of what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Um, but really uh, something that I've, I've talked to people throughout the country, and Spartan comes up and they really understand what Spartan is. But I think the impression a lot of times, oh, it's a mechanic school, but it's more than that. That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, you know all the different programs you have and how you help people move forward in an aviation career, not just in flying. 
Yeah, it's really um, what I what I love about Spartan and what what's so different about it um, is that really we're we're different in many ways. Um, there's there's many flight schools and aviation schools across the United States, as you know, hundreds of them that are approved by the FAA. Um, but we're really different in in a couple of ways. Uh, the first one is we have a complete portfolio of programs for students who really want to get the practical experience of working either on a plane, in a plane, or 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 being the the pilot of a plane. So we have a, a number of programs, but they're very focused. And the first one is an aviation maintenance um, or AMP uh, mechanic. So you can get licensure to become an AMP mechanic. You can work on the electronics with our AET degree. Uh, you can work in non-destructive technology testing. Uh, you can work in quality control. And that's sort of on our technical or mechanical side um, of our offering. And then, of course, we offer full training, uh, accelerated training to become a commercial pilot. So we feel like this portfolio is really addresses most of the areas that people would want to uh, would want to study when they're in their careers and want to study for for being a uh, for being in aviation. The other thing that's unique about our portfolio is that we're an accredited school. Uh, so that means that when you come to our school, uh, not only are you learning these skills and they're FA approved, uh, but eventually it leads to a certification, and that could be either a certificate, a diploma, it could be a an associate's degree, or it could be a bachelor's degree. Um, so that's, that's a really important differentiator when you compare us to other schools in the industry. And then uh, honestly too, I think we're at the leading edge, uh, in terms of technology and the way we deliver our programs. Um, you know, we're, we're educators and we also know that education today is not just about what you do on ground, but also what you're able to do, um, in a hybrid format. So some of our programs are offered uh, in a very digital environment, and we try to instill that into uh, the into our curriculum because that's what you're going to be doing later on when you're actually in the airlines or working for in a related industry. And then we also have a fully online bachelor degree, um, which I think during this time is really interesting because people can come back, continuing their education, um, learn how to be managers, learn how to be leaders, uh, and complete their education background uh, fully online while they're preparing for their career or already in their career. So we believe that we need a lot of, we need a different offering uh, at different levels um, and also across a portfolio of programs. I like the fact that you mentioned the bachelor is online and uh, it sounds to me, you get people out in the workforce uh, right away. Cause yep. uh, I think that's incredibly important. You could be actually be building hours, gaining experience while you're getting a bachelor's. Yeah, and and that actually really highlights some of the reasons that Spartan is so so important. I think to the industry, um, we're an accelerated program. Um, we're meant for you to come and learn how to become a mechanic or technician or a pilot um, in a in an efficient way. Um, so rather than spending years at a university and and learning things maybe that you don't need to or you need to go away to school, um, we try to offer a lot of that, especially in the bachelor program. Um, you know, in a very practical way, in an accelerated way, so that you can you can get out in the workforce and you can begin uh, your career and the career choice that you want. But this bachelor's degree gives you the opportunity, if you haven't done that, to come back uh, fully online and complete your um, your uh, education and put you at a competitive advantage. Um, you know, when we believe that the market will turn up, uh, and that's both for uh, both for uh, maintenance and for. Uh, commercial pilots. So we think it's a, a really 
great offering and an opportune time for people to come back and explore getting their education uh, further. I have to agree. It really is a good time. Um, before we talk a little bit about the industry, though, a, a lot of people, I think, uh, when they think of Spartan, I know I do, and, and I've done this, I think of Tulsa. Um, but Spartan is more than just Tulsa, Oklahoma, correct? Correct. Yeah, the, the origins are in Tulsa. And obviously, it's got a very long history since 1929. As I mentioned, we're, uh, you can see our original hangar. We've also got some other, uh, some other campuses in Tulsa. So that's kind of the core uh, but over the over the years, Spartan has also expanded, um, and so we also offer our maintenance programs uh, in Denver, Colorado, actually Broomfield, which is a little north of Denver. Uh, and next to that, we have a flight school um, called McAir Aviation uh, over at Rocky Mountain Airport. So if you want to be a mechanic or you want to fly, you've got the opportunity to do that in Denver. And then we also have a, uh, a school in Los Angeles, California, in Inglewood, near the LAX airport, uh, and out in Riverside, California, which is due west, um, to, be a, um, to, to study A&P um, if, you, if you wanted to be a mechanic. We don't have flight operations yet in California, uh, but we'll be expanding our offering uh, in various places over the coming years. Expanding because you feel that this industry, I know people feel it's into the ropes, but you have a very positive outlook, as I do. So we kind of want to pick that apart a little bit. Um, you know, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel that? Because uh, I could tell you all day long why I feel that way. But why now would someone want to get into this industry and what kind of future are they looking at? Yeah, that's the, that's the best question of the day. <laughs> um, you know, for, for your listeners out there, there is, there is no doubt uh, that this is a scary time um, from COVID. But I really believe, and I think that there's a lot of people in the industry uh, who believe that this is just a temporary blip. Um, and even if it lasts a little bit longer than everyone had hoped, um, the reality is that people live in a physical world. Um, people are not going to be able to conduct business. They're not going to be able to see loved ones. They're not going to be able to experience uh, new places unless they get on an airplane. And that's going to come back. There's no doubt. There's been other shocks to the, to the world, um, SARS, the financial crisis, uh, the, Iraq, uh, the Iraq wars. Um, you know, there's always going to be something that you know, temporarily shocks the industry and people don't travel. But I can tell you that people are going to travel again when it's safe. And when that happens, um, you know, they are going to they are going to go back up in the air. So from a career perspective, we know those two things are happening. We know that people are going to go back to flying and the industry is going to return to where it was. Maybe that's going to take two or three years. Um, we don't know. Maybe it could be quicker. Um, but the other part of that is we know that there's a lot of retirements coming in the aviation world for both maintenance and for, uh, and for pilots. So that means that there's going to be a need to fill jobs, and there may be even a greater need. So those two factors, really, it comes down to supply-demand. This is a global issue, and we're very uh, bullish on the future for our students, for pilots and mechanics to get jobs because people want to fly. They want to be free. They don't want to conduct their life on telephones or on Zoom or on any other electronics. Uh, they want to be in the physical world. And I, I full-heartedly believe 
that we are going to see a big return and we're going to see more and more growth as it always has been uh, in, in aviation. Um, so we're preparing for that, to your question. Um, we don't, we don't want to just be um, a, a school that provides accelerated training on a, on a, on a, on a national basis. Um, we want to expand and grow. We want to expand our portfolio. We want to expand our offering. Um, and then eventually we want to be known, really quite honestly, as the global leader um, in aviation education and provide the highest quality that we can, whether it's here in the United States or even abroad. Um, we want the Spartan flag uh, to be in multiple locations. So we have a, we have a big strategy and plan in place. Um, maybe while others are not prepared or maybe they're a little bit nervous about the industry. Obviously you, and that's some great uh, color you put to this. Uh, you're very, have a positive outlook. And I loved what you talked about, about going through these different downturns in the past. Um, what's, uh, and to add to that, every time we've had these downturns, the industry has come back, but it's grown by leaps and bounds afterwards. I see that happening again. So regardless of this, the of the which there are people like me that'll be retiring in the next 10 years or so, you also are going to have that growth in the industry because like you said, to your point, it's going to be a growing global economy and people want to meet people. I tell you, it's really cool to watch on YouTube what it's like out skiing in Colorado, but I'd rather be there. <laughs> totally agree. And you're, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I bet most people, I'll tell you, most people feel that way. Uh, you can't see the pyramids on your computer the way you can. You can't see the Eiffel Tower. Uh, you can't see your grandmother uh, in, in, uh, in Florida or California. It's just our human nature. Um, and it will happen. In fact, you kind of already see some of the return of the leisure traveler uh, when you look at the numbers um, of miles that are being flown um, every every day now, it's you know sort of a third of what it was a year ago. But you know we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and we still have a lot of miles being flown. So I think that's just um, you know sort of a symbol of um, it, it's people's nature to want to to explore, and they don't want to be tied to um, tied to this. And I I actually I, I have to tell you I think that airline travel. Um, and to some extent, the automotive automotive industry. But these are the great liberators of democracies. People are of all socioeconomic profiles and backgrounds. Whatever country you're in, there's there's a huge opportunity afforded because of the aviation industry to fly, to meet, to transact. Um, and this is this is one of the great um, one of the greatest um, industries in terms of. Uh, providing freedom to people and, and what they want to do in their lives. So it's not going away. To your point, 4% average growth for the industry year over year. Um, and I do think we'll see a, a very quick recovery. Some years we've seen even 7 or 8% annual growth. And I do think that there will be some big pent-up demand uh, for, for travel. So the combination of retirements and that demand from new economies and our economy, which is more established, um, and that demand for air travel is not going away. And those two factors are going to lead to some pretty significant jobs. You know, Boeing estimates that there'll be 789, I'm sorry, 739,000 new maintenance technicians that are going to be required over the next 20 years on a global basis. That's a huge number of, of jobs that are going to be created uh, and needed as a result of retirements and new 
uh, new growth in the industry. And for pilots, they're looking at over 760,000 um, new pilots that are going to need to be uh, created to, to fill that need. So, you know, for me, I think in, in, this, in this higher education environment and where you'd want to look for a career path, um, aviation really presents one of the most, um, one of the biggest growth opportunities uh, for students to, to be able to find a career uh, that is not only rewarding, but also um, that has a really bright future. I agree. And I, I love how you say how it's rewarding and a bright future. We look at this as a career. I like how you're saying career. This isn't just a job. This isn't a part-time job. You're not just going to do this as a hobby. This is something you look at. You're going to do for the next 30 years, 40 years. Um, and, you know, to add to that positive outlook, um, I still fly with the airlines. And in the past week, uh, half my flights have been full. And yeah. that's a good sign. And we're seeing that more and more and more. We're adding new flights, taking planes out of the desert. So there's there's this very there's that growth, and people are just they want to get out. And like you said, they want to see their family. You, you you can't you know you can't do a virtual birthday party. You can, but it's not <laughs> right. the same. You know, and you gotta have the cake in person. <laughs> it might have been the fun the first couple months of the pandemic uh, to uh, yeah. sort of retrench and and get to get, get to know your family again. Uh, but I think everybody's ready to uh, to to get back to what they were doing and and move our economies and move our lives along. Um, you know, the other the other thing about the career path, and I I know you'll appreciate this, but one of the things that really attracted me to aviation education, um, you know, if you get something wrong in your MBA, like I am, <laughs> uh, if you get the cash flow wrong, that might be a bad thing. Uh, but but it's not it's it's not life threatening. Well, it could be for your job, but um, but you know, when you're in aviation, we're talking about a very very serious career. We're talking about people that need to be trained, either as a mechanic or as a pilot, to make no mistakes. This is very precise training. Um, and, and so that type of education, that approach, is really what's, what, what we do really, really well. And we've proven it year over year over year. Our graduates are qualified to be, uh, to be in these airlines and to provide these services because they're so well trained. And, and the emphasis always is around safety and the technical skills you get. So we talk a, a lot about the, the bright future of the aviation industry. And the reason that there's so many jobs that are going to be needed is not just because of growth. It's because it takes a certain level of um, skill and a certain um, mindset to be so precise in this industry uh, that you're willing to take that commitment to really to providing safety and, and doing the things that you do uh, to a level that um, maybe just might not be needed in other industries. Um, as much as they are here, this is, this is talking about people's lives who fly on planes. Um, and people rely on our graduates when they're employed to get it right. I like how you said people's lives. I mean, we always talk about safety, but that's the bottom line is we want to make sure we move people from point A to point B, we connect them and make sure they're, they're safe and they make it there, uh, alive, which is important. And one of the ways you do that is through having somebody who is technically trained and, and, and I like how you made that point. But say we're looking at this industry, say the person that gets involved in this might want to go into other maybe related industries. I know that some people in aviation, especially aviation maintenance, uh, might head over to, say, the 
uh, boating industry, the recreational boating, uh, and also the commercial boating industry. What kind of training that you give that would actually play into some of those other industries? Yeah, and we're um, you know we're super focused on obviously on aviation, making sure making sure students are highly qualified to go on and and get jobs with commercial airlines or related uh, re- related to the industry. Um, but there are some very interesting um, adjacent industries where they find our students are really quali- highly qualified for, um, and have been actually you know in the aerospace industry have been um, have been seeking our graduates because of the skill set they have, uh, especially in electronics. Um, so we have employers like Lockheed Martin, like Ball Aerospace, uh, Northrop Grumman, Honeywell. Um, who have been a few of the the companies exam- examples of the companies that have been hiring our graduates because they have these skills, uh, these really unique skills and licensure uh, that apply to their industries and and so yeah I think over time um, we're we're gonna we're gonna see a, a little bit of an expansion of um, the demand for the type of students that we have uh, to go and work in really I, I would call them very they're if they're they're they're, they're not adjacent but they're very very close. Uh, in terms of the skill sets that are needed. Yeah, attention to detail and uh, also somebody who has a propensity towards safety and and continually trying to improve themselves. And that's one thing that I love about this industry is uh, people are always trying to do that. Um, You know, we talked about adjacent industries, but here's something that I I am glad we're going to talk about this because we talked offline a little bit as I feel that this is an industry that people that are, say, possibly displaced from another industry could actually join in and make a really good career out of. So let's kind of talk about that as far as people, why would someone consider that that's displaced somewhere else where everybody's saying, hey, that's not an industry you want to get into. It's in a downturn. Um, I think that's a great point. I'm actually glad that you brought it up. Um, You know, the thing that surprised me about aviation uh, versus other types of career paths is that this really isn't an industry that most people, especially high school students, but even job changers, they don't really think about it. It's not top of mind. So there really hasn't been a show, you know, like NCIS or um, or uh, some of the or Grey's Anatomy, which got everyone interested in nursing or got them interested in being a criminal in criminal justice or law enforcement. There really hasn't been a show out there, a public, you know, it's not it's not out in the public about what pilots and mechanics do. And so this, to answer your question, there's not a lot of category awareness around aviation. You either grow up in it, maybe your dad or your, or your grandfather or somebody, you go to air shows, um, you're, you, you, um, you're exposed to it. And so you have a predisposition, you know, about the industry. There's not a lot of people out there who actually understand the opportunities. And so, you know, what I would say is there's actually, as we've talked about, you know, there's so much growth. Our job is really to, to help people understand um, what the opportunities are. And sometimes that means we're in high schools or we're doing podcasts or we're doing other things to try to get the word out about this industry because it really has, it, it, it provides so much flexibility and freedom. Um, it provides an exciting career path, skills-based. Um, and where, where else can you be where there's an opportunity like this to be able to um, explore, you know, whether you're in the United States, maybe you're an international pilot, maybe you're working in a global company. Um, it opens up a lot of doors. So, um, you know, to your point, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who might be looking in the wrong place, or they haven't identified this industry. And, um, you know, 
based on the supply and demand, there ought to be a lot of opportunity. There sh- we believe there will be a lot of opportunities here uh, for, for people um, who never even thought about this before. And a particular segment of that, which I'll highlight, and which is one of our missions, is to get more women involved in aviation. It's a, it's a very, um, it has been a historically predominant um, you know, male um, industry. And we want to get more women involved in aviation. We think that they can help solve the problem of what will happen with supply and demand. So we're really excited when we get new pilots and, and new mechanics in our school, um, and um, and 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 they and they're ready and willing to uh, step up to the task. I and to add some numbers to what you said. In the aviation industry, oh, there's only 7% of the pilots out there that are females. Uh, the cool thing is it's growing, and yeah. we do need to reach out to those, to everybody. I mean, this is this can be a very inclusive industry, but what we need to do, and there's a lot of people out there doing that, is showing that they can do it. There's people that look like and talk like they themselves that are getting in this industry. And I really, uh, to that point, I really highly recommend people going out, reaching out to those folks. They're on Instagram, they're on YouTube, on Twitter. Reach out to them because they they want to help you. I mean, that's one cool thing about this industry is we all love it so much and people really want to help each other. That's yeah. why we do the podcast. I agree. There's a passion here. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe people think, well, I can't be a pilot. I'm not, you know, I'm not, or I'm not, I'm not technically skilled enough to be one or, um, I really don't know a lot about that industry, but I know about this one. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a learning process. Um, but I again, I think the the freedom, the excitement, the job prospects, um, and it, and it really is about being part of a team that is on a mission. Um, people who are mission oriented, um, and we want to make sure people know that message. Um, and so there's there's so many things uh, that that can get get people excited, whether they're a high schooler. Maybe even they're they're you know they haven't even graduated yet, but they want to learn about the program. That's actually where that love starts is early on in high school, um, learning about where you want to go and what career paths. We're we're reaching more into the high schools to try to get people to understand what this industry is about because it's not for everybody. But if you if you learn at an early age, um, we think that that's very helpful to to getting into a program and getting on with your career and and moving quickly. But there's also a lot of people who are in industries that are sort of in upheaval right now, um, just like a little bit like the airlines. Um, this is an opportunity for them to learn more about this and and um, and and enter a place that after COVID, uh, again, I think, and you know, no 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 uh, hard predictions, but history tells us that this is going to be a very strong rebound for for the airline industry and one of the best places to work. I have to agree. Building that passion is really important, like you said, from a young age. One of the things that I suggest people do is go out to air shows. If you see somebody that has an airline shirt on or just start talking to them. Uh, and that's something I, I'm, I'm sure that's something you're, you folks have done is reached out at the air shows because that's where the passion starts. Absolutely. Yeah. We hear a lot of that. You know, people, how'd you get introduced to the industry? Well, my dad or my grandfather or my, my whole family used to show up uh, and we go to these air shows. And there's a lot of them around the country. Uh, that are uh, that you know in in almost every state you could go to an air show and it's really exciting to see the old planes and the new technology and um, you know this is what what's interesting about this is it's really about technology um, it's really about being able to to work in a in a technology oriented company um, so you know people might people might be interested in in some of the companies they hear on social media and they always read about but this is actually an industry that's very cutting edge. 
that that has a lot to offer people in terms of um, in terms of intellectual growth. Um, it's not it's not very it's not just technical. It's um, it's got a lot of uh, intellectual aspects to it that I think appeal to will appeal to a lot of people who investigate it. One of those intellectual aspects I'd like to add to is it's not just this um, world of aviation. I mean, we talk about the technical side here, but there's other parts that if you're interested in, you can move forward in your mind. And uh, examples, art. I mean, I love art, art history. By traveling, and you can actually go out and see the world and actually see a, a Monet or a Monet, or we can go out to Dali. I mean, we can see all these things by flying to those places. And uh, it's it's just, that's one thing. There's so many other things that are incredible in this industry. And there's so many other people in the industry that are passionate about other things. And it really does. It, it's, it brings people together, but it brings us together with the world, I think. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, there's no industry really like it in the world, if you really think about it, that that really connect people the way this industry does. No, um, it sure doesn't. And that's why we love it. One of the reasons we love it. You know, I tell people that. I say it's not just the flying. You know, I love the takeoffs and the landings. Uh, in route, it can get a little boring, you know, if they're for five, six hours in, on a leg. But uh, when you land and you're in Rome or you land and you're in South America and you're seeing, you know, Machu Picchu for the first time, those are the things you just can't replace with a YouTube video. Uh, I totally agree. <laughs> well, I, I spent a lot of my career um, the last 20 years living in Europe, um, lived in Paris, France, and uh, ran, uh, ran a number of institutions there in business and engineering. And I'll tell you, I really miss getting on a plane and, and sitting uh, near, the, near the Eiffel Tower and having a coffee uh, or, a, um, or a dinner in uh, France. So I'm, I can't wait till the airlines uh, open up again we can, and we can go over there. But, you know, one of the things you asked, and just to go back to a point that you made was, you know, what, do pe- what can people be doing now? Um, to prepare. And other than, I think, just finding out about our program and finding out about the industry, you know, that'd be great. If, if it's Spartan, that's wonderful. If it's something else, uh, that's great too. We're, we're big supporters of the aviation industry, period. Um, but for those, you know, for those of our, of your listeners who are maybe, you know, this has been a really rough time, I'm sure for many, this is a time to go back and, and make yourself more competitive. Um, and if you don't have a bachelor's degree, you know, we talked about our bachelor's degree and our, what we call our BSTM program, our Bachelor in Science Technology Management. You can do that online from home. Um, and it's a great opportunity for you to get those skills you might not have had either as a mechanic or as a, or as a pilot to, um, to, to give yourself an edge when, uh, when hiring does begin again, which it will. And um, we think we think that that's an opportunity for people who who are maybe in the industry, but um, they have to they're doing other things right now, or they're looking for an edge when when things do get better. Um, so you know, bachelor's degree and further education is I think is is an important opportunity for people right now too. For those listening on their iPads right now, uh, a great way to open up that browser and check it out at Spartan.edu. Uh, all the programs are out there. You can. Look into their bachelors and also uh, all the different aviation programs. Start looking now. You know, one thing I'd like to get a little more uh, granular on is how does this pandemic affect the student now that they're coming into this industry, both, say, from flight training and from mechanics? These are hands-on skills. So how are they going to be affected by this? 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a interesting year, I would say. But actually, it's it's been a great year for for Spartan um, in particular. And I'll you know I can talk from our experiences. We were we were pretty early on to identify um, what was happening here, um, mostly because we have a lot of great partners outside of the United States, and we started to see this you know this pandemic or, or at least the the early signs of COVID starting to impact. The U.S. and impacting our schools, so we took some really early steps um, to protect our students, protect our staff and our faculty. But eventually, we all led to led to a sh- led to closing down some of our technical campuses and going completely online for a period of time, as well as our flight schools. But it's actually been a blessing because um, I'm a big believer in in education that incorporates technology as well as hands-on learning. So I actually think this is more about what the future could hold. And it could be really exciting, especially for, for people who are very um, technology-focused, who want to be more flexible in their learning, um, is the ability to, you know, is the ability to do some of this uh, electronically and digitally and have that classroom, uh, but also then be able to do your practicals and your labs uh, on ground. So um, we've been operating that way for the last seven months. Um, and it's actually been, I think, some of you know some of the some of the experience has actually been improved over what it was before. People like the flexibility, so I think that's one major trend um, going on. It, it's not going to stop you from starting school um, it, because it is hands on. But we're we're able to do both right now um, in our locations. We're able to teach online. You can com- you can come in and start your degree program or your associate or bachelor or or your um, your certificate or diploma program doesn't mean you have to, you can't start. Um, and it takes a long time to become a pilot or a mechanic it takes between 18 months. Um, and it could take you, well, at least to be a pilot could take you uh, 17 months in our program. Plus you, you go on to become a CFI. So the point in all that is this is a long, this is an investment of time and you're not going to get that, uh, accredited that, uh, that degree, um, in six months. So, if you start now, um, there's actually an opportunity that you can perfectly time a rebound in the industry and, and you have the skills uh, when you're ready to go. So I would say, you know, if people are thinking about entering the industry, there's, you really don't have to, you don't have to wait. Um, in fact, it's, it's probably the best time to start um, if you're really serious about a career in aviation, because in a couple of years or two or three years, uh, you want to be ready to go when, that, when those jobs are, are going to rebound. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, I think it's uh, it's always a good time. I think to get into aviation, but you know it's kind of interesting. You talk to people and and they'll say, you know, after a, a downturn, it didn't matter if I had five thousand or five hundred hours. Uh, they go through all the experienced pilots rather quickly, like you're talking about. It's going to be a quick recovery, just like it always has been. And then all the other folks are going to start getting hired, and we're going to wind up uh, possibly needing to go back to paying bonuses for new hires. I mean, we could uh, see a shortage again in the, in the future. Uh, so this can happen. That's for sure. But talking about this, um, and I love your comment, by the way, on the technology, because the airlines have been doing this for years to cut down on their training costs and also to have more effective training in, in doing online courses, even in their training departments. You're not necessarily in the plane I'm doing electronic tra- learning, et cetera. Uh, but the cost of it, the cost of training can be quite expensive. So what are some of the things that maybe you folks have done at Spartan to help uh, defray some of those costs or help them get through their education? Yeah. So, um, 
you know, the, our, our programs are actually pretty competitively priced, if not, I would argue, um, extremely well-priced and valuable um, compared to some of the options that you have in other schools. And they're accelerated, which means, you, you know, you get to the job market um, faster uh, than, than you might in another institution. So, um, you know, the, we, we have a variety of options for students because we are accredited and because we are recognized by the Department of Education and we have a proven track record um, that there are opportunities to, for students to finance their education. Um, and, and really that's on an individual by individual basis. So there's no, there's, um, not one, uh, not one formula for that, but, um, you know, if people are really interested, um, there are, there are financing options and opportunities just like at, uh, traditional colleges and universities for students, uh, to, to come to our school and to finance their education. And, um, and, and we'll, we'll help students make sure that they find the way to, uh, match their financing with their capability, with their desire. So that if someone has a question about that, they can you can help them out? Absolutely. If they're interested in our program, we have financial aid advisors uh, who are, you know, ready and ready and willing to help students identify what the needs are, uh, what they can afford, what can be financed, um, uh, you know, through through our various programs, and then find the right opportunity for them and the right package that, you know, that fits their specific situation. And sometimes you have to travel to, to go to your training. So there's even, you guys, I think have scholarships for even housing, I think. Yep, we do. Um, we have scholarships for, for housing. Um, we have, um, uh, you know, opportunities. A lot, a lot of our students come from, from all over the country. They're not just local students. So um, we find ways for them to figure out how to finance um, living um, and, and room and board. We're luckily we're located in some places that aren't so expensive, uh, so it's actually uh, affordable. Um, but we'll we'll find a way. I mean, we're we're a um, you know, like I said, we're an extremely. If you look at our overall price of our program versus uh, versus other options, uh, we are uh, by far a very um, well priced program in terms of the value that we create. Um, and I don't. I think that people will find us to be quite quite a good option for them if they're really looking to go do this. Yeah, I think people are looking for value and I like the fact that you get them out in the industry right away so they can start earning a living while they're actually going towards possibly a degree, a bachelor's, et cetera. Um, you know, before we talk about advice to people moving out in the industry, one thing I, I think is kind of interesting about Spartan, and I didn't know much about this, is kind of their logo. They had this um, uh, black cat. It's in a yellow <laughs> background with the yeah. 13 on there. And I'm, I'm going to read it real quick. It says knowledge and skill overcome superstition and luck. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, really interesting logo. My, my kids want, they, they all want that. They love the, the, the shirt and the logo. Their, their friends think it's really cool. Um, <laughs> it is, uh, it actually dates back to, um, some of the, some of the early pilots over at Spartan during the war. Um, they use this, uh, as a, as an insignia to really represent just that, that, you know, that, that, you know, this is, this is about skill. We, we are testing students for real life. Um, it's about precision. It's about safety. Um, and it's, it's not just luck and, and praying. This is about really learning, uh, really learning a skill and having the knowledge. Um, and it, it kind of goes around our core values, which is about around innovation, respect, integrity, safety and excellence those are the those are the core fundamentals that we teach so 
these this this number thirteen, obviously, which is a superstition, superstitiously bad number, uh, with a black cat. Um, you know, it was sort of an answer to say, you know, what well, put anything put anything up against a Spartan grad. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna find a way uh, to do it, and we're gonna do it in a way that nobody else can. So that's kind of the origin of that logo. We love it. Um, we have a big one up in our hangar down in Tulsa, and uh, it's it's pretty pretty powerful. Yeah, I I think it's a cool logo. I I like it because of the way it looks, but also what it says. Just like yeah. you said, uh, you know, through uh, just knowledge and skill, it really yeah. does. It, it overcomes many many things. And uh, one thing you will know is, uh, and you'll realize once you get in this industry, is your skills and your training are incredibly important. And there's going to be a day when you're going to be tested, and it all comes back to where what uh, the training was like in your past. Absolutely. Uh, Rob Paulson from uh, Spartan College. Uh, it's uh, out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but also opening up and uh, open up in many different uh, areas like Denver, uh, Los Angeles. And uh, I really highly recommend people looking at their website, spartan.edu, and check out the flight school. Rob, it's been great having you here. Just one question before I have you go, and that's uh, for those people that are looking into entering this industry today. Do you have any advice for them? Yeah, thanks for having me. By the way, I really appreciate it. Um, it's been great talking to you. Been been hopefully hopefully uh, we'll get this message out about our industry. I think it's uh, I think it's the right time, and and it leads right to your question, which is you know my advice for people. And we said this a little bit earlier, but really, if you're really interested in a new career path and something exciting in your life, um, I, I personally feel this is a great place to be. Um, but don't wait. Um, don't let the don't let the pandemic or other life circumstances, um, you know, hold you back from pursuing your dream. Um, this is, and that's true with anything, no matter what you're pursuing. Um, this is an opportunity to change your life. It's an opportunity to regear, rethink, uh, reposition, and um, renew maybe what you were doing before. So we we have tons of students who have done other things, and then they come and they they found their they found their way at Spartan. So if you're interested in changing your life, if you're interested in um, getting across that stage with something, uh, with a degree uh, or an offer that is going to put you at a competitive advantage in a really exciting industry, um, I really encourage you to, to, uh, to investigate Spartan and give us a call. We'd love to talk about our career options and see if it's right for you. Rob Polston from uh, Spartan College of Aviation, or excuse me, aeronautics and technology. What a great school, a storied history, uh, a true ambassador for aviation and someone who is very passionate about what he does. And Rob, thanks so, so much again for being here. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You know, just like Rob said, you know, you, you really – uh, don't be afraid to take action. You know, when you actually turn this podcast off, uh, I don't want you to stop there. We talked a lot about a lot of things here. Uh, I want you to take action by taking one step towards your career goal. It could be something really simple, looking up spartan.edu, checking out their history. They have some really cool pictures on the website and then researching possibly the way that you can finance your career. But the most important thing is to take one step today towards your career goal. It could be a small step. It could be a large leap, but start today. Well, folks, I really appreciate your listening. We'll talk to you next episode and safe flying out there. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream. 
and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research.